Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about HeroClix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com apex-insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for HeroClix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again, my name is Jeff, and today we're joined by a special guest, the 2014 national champ, the 2018 Rock Cup winner, 2019 team world's winner the current reigning national champion and the most recent uh majestics bronze age online qualifier winner adam friedman how you doing bud uh i'm doing okay congrats it's feeling very breezy down here yes huh it's feeling very breezy down here oh <laughs> without the buffer all right so dude you just won another event um why don't you tell us a little bit about your team i'll pull it up so we can See, see if I can actually remember everything offhand. Okay, hold on. So the team <laughs> is uh, two 1776s, two Marvellas. Yeah. That part's easy. Uh, and then it should be uh, a Phalanx Drone, who becomes Spider-Man family because Soldier. And then three, and then the uh, JLU Joker with the two bombs, who become Spider-Man family because Celebrity. With Marvella, uh, Is the main force. And then the sideline. So what are the IDs? So there's eight IDs. It's four and four, five student, five students, three, three students. Yeah. Oh no, five three, students. Yeah, five students, uh, three headmaster, Iceman, Chamber, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Beast, mm-hmm. and then in reverse order, Regenesis, Beast, SR Cyclops from XXS. Uh, who did I say? Jean for the reta- the Phoenix Retail, uh, Chamber for the only one, and then Iceman was UXM Super Rare. Yeah. Uh, and then the five point IDs were Adam for the retail, uh, Shield or level seven for uh, Kobic, and uh, who's the other one? Who was the other one? Uh, Green Arrow. Oh, Green Arrow. Yeah, for Chase Arrow. Right. Uh, and then my ninth sideline slot was Haha Joker. Uh, and then I had Blue Battery with uh, Net Wall and Sniper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your your maps of choice were Poison Ivy Greenhouse, Doom Castle, and Ice Planet. Turned out it was Doomcastle and Ice Planet. Actually, I guess I did go to Ivy's once, and it was wrong. Yeah. Bad choice. It, it just wasn't the right choice in that matchup. No, no, for line. sure. I had a line I just never even noticed until that after that game ended, and I used that in several other games. Good. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your team does? Obviously, we know what the 1776s does. Mm-hmm. Um, slows down your opponent, only giving them two actions in theory, unless they have some... Uh, action modifiers uh so i mean the main trick is uh that you're doing the normal 1776 marvella stuff like just making your opponent have a hard time doing anything to you uh and then holding up in a corner and then the main trick that it utilizes is the jokers there's a bunch of weird intricate rule stuff but the short answer what it does is you get to call in kovic and then trade out the bomb joker for haha joker and just have haha joker forever and it's, yeah. it's full dial haha joker 
I know a lot uh, of people and, were confused on why you could do that. Could you go into it and explain it a sure. little bit? So some of it has to do with the history of it, and some of it has to do with the way a somewhat newer interaction has been ruled to work. So part number one, and this is more general than just HaHa Joker himself. This is just how Kobik works. Mm -hmm. uh, there's actually no rule that prohibits something from being on your sideline for the effect of something on your sideline. It's just very, very rare that those are not the same thing. So for instance, yeah. you can obviously have a trouble alert on your sideline, even if you don't have a main force character with trouble alert. And the character who's giving you the access to the sideline is a sideline character. So we know that by default that can happen, uh, at least in principle. And it turns out the rules on the, the rules specifying that you have to specify the effect that they're on the sideline for doesn't specify that the effect needs to be a force character. Uh, like it, it could have, the rule could have said it needs to be a main force character unless it says sideline active, and it just yeah. doesn't. Uh, and so as long as you specify <laughs> that he's there specifically for Kobik's effect, that whoever the, the swap is, you can do it. And the original reason I actually asked about that was I wanted to trade out uh, drones for other drones. And the cool trick there is there's a rule on names that says that if the name has parentheses, yeah. uh, you ignore the parentheses for seeing if it's the same name. So Ultron, parentheses, Phalanx, and Ultron, parentheses, Age of Ultron have the same name, uh, which means you can take a 30-point drone in the middle of the game. It's now 120 points, uh, and you can Kovic swap it out to a full points Age of Ultron drone. Which gets him like an extra six or seven clicks and a bunch of clicks of pulse wave and reducers. Uh, yeah, and, and he just becomes a, a true one hundred twenty point character. Uh, that was the original idea for when I when I was asking about that trick. And so trick number one is you don't. And so originally I knew for a fact you could do that if you played the Kobic on the main force. There was no question that worked. The only reason the teleporter trick from way back when didn't work with drones is because of the timing. Uh, at the time the teleporter occurs for the better suited. Uh, it's too early for the drones make me 120 effect to apply. Got it. Because because it's actually before the game starts. Uh, yeah, and then it's during the it's during the game they count for that until K. Right during the game they always count for the higher point value, and you're mm -hmm. just taking a power action, so clearly the effect applies. Uh, and so for the drone, you could just do that. And so at first, like I had realized a while ago that you could just you could play Kobic with it, but just it's a lot of points to not get that much. Like you're spending the hundred points to gain a hundred points. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's just not that efficient. Uh, but then when I realized, oh, she actually just has shield. Well, I wonder if I can just pay five points for it, because then it might be good. Uh, and it turns out that there's nothing that explicitly says it works, but there's nothing that prohibits it. Okay. And so the answer is essentially, there's no reason it shouldn't work uh, in principle. And so it does. The Joker side of it is the more confusing one. And that goes into some of the history. Joker is in a very, very brief line of three figures in the game that do essentially what he does. Uh, and starting with Slosh Bizarro. And so the first thing you have to understand about Joker is his wording is just modeled after Beyonder. And Beyonder was modeled after Slosh Bizarro, but with, a, with some slight changes to make, him, make a couple specific interactions less confusing. So Slosh Bizarro, he starts the game with uh, so many tokens, so many Erasm tokens on his card. But he actually doesn't say when he gets the tokens. He just left the, the language completely blank on that. So he just says his cost is 25 points for every Erasm token on his card. It doesn't say when you put them on. Uh, and it also had a problem that it was ambiguous as to what happens if, card, if tokens are placed on his card during the game. Did that increase his point value? Because there's an argument to be said that he just says places. He doesn't say when. And it doesn't say it. Like, that he began with or anything. It just, <clears throat> and so my understanding is when they printed Beyonder about a year and a half later or two years later, uh, they basically realized that, and they were like, okay, 
uh, let's actually fix this so that it's clear his point value is based on the number he starts with, rather than however many he gains during the game, because Beyonder could heal and gain more tokens, just like Bizarro mm-hmm. could. Uh, and so they fixed that part of it when they moved to Beyonder, and then they just copied the same wording for Joker without really thinking, oh, uh, he actually doesn't ever gain them back, but there was no reason, it, there was no harm to keeping that language. And so the, sure. during forced construction language was really about preventing that weird case with Bizarro of we don't know when the tokens get put on. So, like, maybe he just dies before he does anything, like, was obviously never the intent. Yeah. Uh, or he can increase his cost during the game, which was also never the intent. And so that, that's where that language comes from historically. Uh, and then on top of that, those three figures are just a weird case where you can never treat their language literally because they do a weird thing where they mention costs so many points for each token. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way they've always been treated is it's treated as increasing the point value. And so there's sort of this principle with them where <clears throat> their point value is determined by and tied to how many tokens they have. Okay. Uh, so, which is why, like, if, that's why when you play a Joker with the five tokens, he doesn't just cost 50 points, he is 50 points. Uh, is because despite the fact all, of, all three of them say cost, they mean mm-hmm. value. And so there's just a templating issue in that all three of them are weird in that they use the rules language somewhat imprecisely, uh, okay. which I think is just historical. It's an effect that they've done like three times. So they, it took them a while and they, they never quite got it perfect. Uh, and then the last part of it is there is just, I don't know that there was ever a win posting on it. And I happen to have known it because it came up in a game I was playing in. In the very last, uh, the very last, na- the Nationals at Frazier one, where uh, it was the last okay. one that Sam Cap is legal is how I remember 2018. It. That sounds or 2019. Right. 2019. 2019. Yeah, Fraser. Yeah, Fraser won 2019. Uh, so that was the only major event in which both Haha Joker and the Joker ID were legal. And at least in the game I played, and presumably in some other game in the room, uh, when the judges were asked, "Is that even, like what happens? <laughs> Can you do that because the tokens and the timing?" And the yeah. answer was just, "It's fine." Uh, Let's see why not. Answer that was given. It, it it worked. You're allowed to do it. Uh, there was an ambiguity when I, I think it was, I don't remember if it was Chris or Ed I talked to afterwards just because I was curious uh, when discussing it. And there was an ambiguity as to whether you had to play him at 50 uh, just because of some weird timing stuff that had to do with the rule. Uh, yeah. But I don't remember the answer offhand. And I okay. can see a reason why it would have to be 50. Uh, just because you, I don't know, but back then the IDs worked differently. Was that before or after XXS got printed? <laughs> That would have been after, because XSS came out in Yeah, February, so it would have been the new ID language. So, yeah, so there might have been a weird caveat that you had to do Joker at 50, because technically you don't choose a starting line under the new ID rules until after, uh, until after you choose the ID character, which means yeah, during force construction, <laughs> the effect that says to choose a different starting line other than its maximum starting line hasn't yet applied. Because so, if, if I remember correctly, there's a place in the rulebook that says characters on your sideline have to be on their top dial or something? Yeah, so it's in the comp rules, and it specifies yeah. that unless an effect specifies otherwise, uh, effects that for a character on your sideline have them at their highest value. Got it. Okay. Uh, and so by default, you start them there, and then it, you do something else when something says to. And so sort of by default with the ID cards, the way they technically work, and most of the time it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. is you put them to their highest value, and then when you select for the ID card, you change it. If you, if you want to, Got right? Because the ID card says go to any line, and you go, okay, I'll pick this line now. So they sort of go there very briefly, and then once you pick them, 
they'll go to the new line. In theory, if there's some weird case where you have something there for an ID card and it's not chosen, it'll presumably stay on its highest value line. I can't think of a case it matters. Yeah, uh, seems rather irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, it's, I just don't know how you do anything with the character after that. Uh, and so that, and so that's the reason that you might have to do five with Joker, simply because when you initially put him on the force, even for an ID card, you don't yet choose a starting line. Therefore, you can choose a different value other than the highest, which means he has five tokens by definition. And since he has the five tokens, when you try to choose one, but you can't just choose 30. He has five tokens. That means he's 50. Okay. Yeah, so you have to take the maximum. So I think you have to take the maximum because of that weird timing thing. Although that that actually didn't come up in the game because the opponent I played against when I asked it happened to have been playing him at 50 for the call-in, so it didn't come up there. Uh, I'm saying in your circumstance, you'd probably want to play him at 50 also. I mean, me, yeah. I want him yeah. at 50 rather than 30. More tokens. Lives exactly. Longer. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's super dangerous <laughs> in the sense that that very last token is worth 80 points. So uh, yeah, we were talking juicy. about that. Yeah. All right, so let's let's dig into your Swiss round. Uh, yeah, your round-robin rounds. Round-robin rounds, right. Uh, so my first game that I played was against Brian. I'm, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce it. Dormeyer? Dormeyer? Dormier? I think it's Dormeyer. Dormeyer. Uh, he was on, I want to say, plus 10 or 11 Justice League. Yeah, uh, plus 11 with, Justice League. Plus 11, okay. So he had uh, Prime Batman, The Fates, yeah, uh, two Power Wonder Batman. Twins, the Batman Superman robot, and Amanda Waller. And that's 11. Yeah, Amanda Waller and Power Woman. And Power Woman is the 11th. Okay, that's what I was missing. Yeah. Uh, he won map. Uh, so he took me to Robinson Park Cataclysm. Uh, and basically, my plan that game is I'm going to eat an attack, uh, and I'm going to hopefully be able to follow up basically with Adam Retails, uh, which is, there, it turns out, for whatever reason, the spacing works that... So my turn one basically was equipping stuff, moving them out. Uh, and then making sure my 76s were in, I think it was row... It was sidestep with the Marvellous placed in the front, whatever row that is, five. Uh, just calling my side one and two for counting purposes. Yeah. And so the idea was, if either of the two of them get knocked to, to their last quick sidestep from the Psychic Blast, uh, then the spacing works out exactly. That if they call in Adam, uh, Adam can move carry, sidestep carry, drop in front, sidestep the 76 up, and then I have exactly the spacing I need to retail hitting their back line with the Atom afterwards. And that, that's exactly what happened. So one of the 76s got missed. The other one got hit. Uh, the Marvellas all died. Sadly, I missed all of my... I literally, I had five rollouts on the Bomb Jokers, and all of them missed. Oh, man. So no Bomb Jokers survived the initial Batman assault, uh, which is the story of the Bomb Joker rollouts in this event, which is very sad. I was really hoping to make some extra Jokers in some game somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the bomb jokers all died. I think Haha Joker made his super senses, and I think Kobik made his super senses. Uh, not that she would have been finished off anyway. And then on my turn, it was basically go in, Adam. You it killed like three. I think it killed three fates. Put both Wonder Twins to last click. Put Batman to click three, and put Waller to last click, <laughs> which was pretty good. Uh, and then on the <clears throat> next turn. Uh, I think he said after the game that he blundered a little bit on his turn three. Uh, so his next turn was basically Hawkeye a bunch of my stuff and then attack with Batman. And it ended up the sequencing put the 76 that was there to last click instead of dead. So it was still mm. alive. 
Uh, and then on my turn, I was able to call in Beast to, to finish off his, uh, his Doctor Fate. And then the, the rest of the game was basically me moving up my Joker so that he could be in position to start doing stuff. And then he, he got based by a Fate, and some barriers got put up so I couldn't occupy those squares if I broke away, which turned mm -hmm. out were irrelevant, uh, other than maybe making me not able to call into them. And I had literally five turns in a row. Where on any of those turns, all I need is 50-50 roll the breakaway to break away from the fate to do something. Yeah. And it was like, fail the breakaway. And so and there was two parts to it. So because I'm next to a fate who's one click with no reducers. If I roll the d6 at the beginning of turn, that puts me on a click three, which is always a one-third chance no matter where I'm at. Then I get to poison him and do whatever I want. I don't even need to roll sidestep. Yeah. And so the first turn, it was roll past it one. Like, it didn't matter by how much. It was miss it, miss the sidestep. Don't do anything. Next turn, miss it, uh, miss the sidestep, try to attack him, needing like a four, miss. Next turn, uh, miss it, miss the sidestep, clear. Next turn, miss it, miss the sidestep, try to attack him, needing like a five. I think I left a perplex for defense. Miss that too. And then the next turn was miss it, miss the sidestep. Uh, and then time was called. Uh, oh, no, no, no. And then it was one more turn after that. And then it was miss it, miss the sidestep, clear. And then the and then it was his turn. Time is called on his turn, so I get one last turn, uh, and I finally get the sidestep. <laughs> but I don't have a way that I can actually get enough points to win. Uh, uh, and so it's it was Colin Cyclops trying to get Waller, and then she had the mastermind still, so just masterminded to Wonder Twin. Didn't really matter. Uh, and so like had I had I made it lit, I think if I think if I literally made on like the first three turns either the breakaway or the poison, I think I get to kill, basically, I get to kill enough stuff to get ahead. Uh, because I think that buys me enough time to get Cyclops to Precision Strike, kill the retail, mm -hmm. uh, and then follow up with something that, that eventually either kills both Wonder Twins and or Waller, and then I'm up by, like, 10. Uh, and he really just wasn't going to be attacking to be able to get the Joker tokens off. Plus, I had and Super Sentence with a reroll on it. And that's uh, the game you lost in, in yeah, that was Robin. The, that was the only game I lost in the event. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, was in Swiss. And so that one was rough. And I was like, oh, man, this is the way this whole event's going like, That's not how you want to start off. No, it really. <laughs> I guess if it's going to happen, that's the best round for it to happen. In. Yeah. Uh, All right. So then you played Anthony. He had another. It was kind of a similar mirror match, but with a different functionality. He had the dual. No, so the next one was the uh, Absolute Carnage team. I played, oh, okay. I played Sean last. Yeah, so Sean was next. Uh, he was on Absolute Carnage, Harry Leland, and uh, and Doppelganger with the cute uh, Mjolnir plus sniper trick. Uh, and then he was on, I want to say, Indigo Battery. Uh, and yeah, he, I, he was. I won map, and I made a mistake. Uh, I went to Poison Ivy's greenhouse, and it was just absolutely the wrong map to be on. I was thinking I wanted to really protect the backline stuff, and it just wasn't really that important. Uh, I could protect him just fine with just the normal barrier ideas. Mm. I didn't need the extra spacing of having the ba the battery be in the way as well, uh, which is what that map is there for. So because it's the four by four start, yeah. You so can say play I'm on the the side with P O P. So you put it in, uh, what is it? You put it in M N twenty three twenty four or whatever. Mm. And then if you put like a diagonal barrier there, if they want to get in from most angles, they have to go through a battery and the blocking from the vast majority of angles unless they're coming like directly at you from either the op file or from the back two rows yeah uh because it's diagonal from you so that's sort of the idea there is it's like it's like four extra squares of free blocking in most circumstances 
uh, defensively. But it turned out the better idea was just kill Milner and then his doppelganger wouldn't have done anything, which is the thing that like scared me the most at when, once <laughs> the game got started. So like another thing I forgot was Harry Lynn doesn't have super strength, which I swear to God, I thought he did. Yeah. Uh, so on his turn one, he actually picked up Milner and then dropped it for doppelganger <laughs> with oh, Harry Leland. <laughs> and I just let it go because I thought he had super strength. I don't know why. I just did. Dang, and Jedi so, mind tricks. Yeah, he just got me. I'm like, okay, good to know. Leland does not have that. Uh, and so he got that equipped pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, and basically, I sent in with the bomb jokers, did the COVID trick, did all that stuff. Uh, he very, very quickly just absolute carnage killed both bomb jokers because he has battle fury. And so he just <laughs> cut right through the cut right through the shape change. So they didn't even get to roll. Uh, and then he took a quick token off of Haha ha Joker, which wasn't great. Uh, and I eventually got Harry Leland, but in the process, I believe he got to kill my Cyclops that I called him to do it with. And so he was still up on points. That's and so big. basically, it, it devolved into a position where his doppelganger was kind of stuck doing nothing on the elevated on Poison Ivies, and his absolute carnage was nearly surrounded by all my stuff. And then time was called. Uh, I think on his turn when he couldn't get any further, or no, 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 time was, yeah, time was called, on, sorry, on my turn, uh, before basically anything had really happened, and I, I had the realization even before that, that, oh, okay, basically, I'm sure time is soon, so I just have to kill Absolute Carnage this turn, and so I went in the tank for a while, figuring out what the best math on it was, and I think it ended up being, Beast, uh, Beast gets called in, outwitting Shape Change, instead of getting Battle Fury and Pluses, uh, and then, uh, Beast gets the first attack because there was no super senses. Is that right? I think there were no super senses on him specifically. Yeah, so Beast gets the first attack, followed by Joker, followed by 76. Uh, and then it just worked, and everything hit. And so it was fine. And then there his follow-up attack on his turn, he wasn't able to kill enough stuff to make up the points. Uh, Absolute Carnage was just too expensive. I think it was yeah, like he has... Or something. <laughs> well, 150, because he has a prize uh, item. Right, he's 150 because of the... Yeah. The assigned dude, and then uh, yeah, yeah. So cool. That was uh, that was rough. <laughs> if I just miss any of those attacks on uh, Absolute Carnage, I don't know what I do. I think I just lose. Um, and then the third game was against a sort of mirror. They were also in double seventy six, but they were with uh, Penny for who was Penny for? Uh, the Ultrons. Oh, right, right, right. And, and then two Ultron drones. So and then he had Jarvis. Double, double 76, Penny, Jarvis, and the two Ultron drones. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think the game basically came down to I killed both of the drones. And then nothing else died? Uh, I'm trying to think. So I killed both of the drones. Both of my bombs lived. Joker lost two tokens. And he killed my drone. Yeah, so I think the sequence was turn one, convert Joker, mm -hmm. uh, send in bomb drones. Turn two, equ actually equipped. Oh, so I have power gun on my team if I didn't state it, uh, yeah. uh, which is for Joker to equip, and then he gets sniper. He's really scary then. He's consistently attacking like either 12 and two or 11 and three with one into either of them with the perplex from blue battery. So it's Oof. with 10 range. Yeah. Like he just, he's just this nice little outpost that just shoots things. <laughs> uh, from from really far away with reasonable values that you basically can't get rid of. Uh, and so it was, yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure of the entire sequence, but I think it was 
I think it was turn one, assign something with the construct, call in Kobik, use Kobik, because I was going first, so I had first enemy. That had to have been it. To convert him to haha Joker. And then turn two is when I started doing some barriers. I may have actually just not even bothered burying in the back line and just did it on the front stuff. Uh, and then basically after scooching up, both both sides of us scooching up for a bit, because he ended up with, uh, what's it called? The, the battery effect. Uh, I managed to take out his first drone before both of his drones got assigned using Sniper. Uh, and then the second one, once the position closed, basically in the middle of the map, after he kills my drone, I was able to take out the second drone. Uh, and yeah. from there, basically, all my stuff based his 76s uh, with, the, with the bombs. And then Haha ha Joker was in the mix, too. And he just okay. couldn't get anywhere with his 76s. Uh, so I think he took a few tokens off Joker just because he was able to attack it. Uh, and then after that, just... I think I eventually actually managed to kill the 76s. I think this is how I got the points in that game. Uh, and then just time was eventually called. But, I mean, I had... I still had all my figures on the map, essentially, except for Drone got killed. Uh, so once it got to that position, which is sort of the idea on the team, is if I can get to a closed position where the Bomb Jokers just sit there with plasticity next to all your stuff in stealth, thanks to net guaranteeing hindering, it's really hard for a lot of teams to get out of that, uh, at which point the rest of my figures can go do whatever it is they're doing. Yeah, I saw that in the finals last night, yes. which we'll touch on a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you went two and one into in the round robin, and then you were twelfth seed overall. Which our, is uh, wait, well, it's not really twelfth seed, right? It's really fourteenth because two uh, of them are guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, two at tw- uh, fourteen so, out of sixteen di- didn't didn't make the top of that bracket. That's for sure. But uh, so didn't seem to matter. Just put yourself in a good seed for the bracket. Yeah, uh, so you went against Richard the first round of single limb. Yes. Uh, and definitely looking at it, it was definitely the game where just there were a lot of places where things can just go wrong uh, mm-hmm. with rollouts, and there's not much I can do about it, because I think in retrospect, I misbuilt my team. Okay. Uh, two of my ID cards don't do anything, turns out. Uh, I literally never used Chamber, and I never used Iceman. Uh, I was thinking you might could use some Pulse Wave. Oh, uh, I mean, Pulse Wave would have been okay. The main thing I really wish I had was just Chase Widow. Uh, there was basically every single match she would have been good. Uh, okay. She would have been at least reasonable in pretty much every match, uh, especially the ones I had more trouble with. Even against George, she would have been good because I could force the poison. Yeah, because so he couldn't She was the main thing. Is, and she was actually on the prior <laughs> version of the build. The old version okay. of the build had her, and then I think it had the other drone as the ninth ID slot, with the idea being I can choose to either upgrade drone or swap out jokers depending on what I needed. Uh, okay. And depending on the matchup, but the but having having her would have made a bunch of matchups much much easier, particularly the one against Medina. Uh, basically, he's on double null with uh, black lantern battery, and mm-hmm. then he's got like a protester or something to get an extra ID card. Uh, and so his whole game plan is he does a bunch of free stuff, gets to approach for free, gets to attack really well, and then he cuts through all rollouts. So <sighs> once again, because of the stupid sword thing i didn't get any shape changes with the bomb jokers they just died so my early game is uh was actually i never actually swapped out joker in that matchup because i wasn't sure how many points i could get uh and so i needed to be able to try and win three zero to basically force him to approach Mm -hmm. because then once he's close maybe i can get a bunch of attacks in and we'll see what happens uh and so the early game was throwing the bomb jokers out there to kill the protester which worked uh and it took up a while it probably took yeah because you moved 
moved like one of the jokers to his starting area really fast it's like turn two yeah uh, <laughs> turn one i triple perplexed up a joker's speed so that tells you how fast <laughs> that joker was going he run in <laughs> maybe it was defense maybe it was triple perplex defense i don't know he, but he, he i mean he moves 10 because it's eight plus two from sidestep mm-hmm. so he, he already moves most of the map anyway uh and so yeah so yeah one of the jokers was literally next to his protester on turn two uh all the way on his his like his second to last row diagonally adjacent so it's just no way to remove him uh and so he actually killed his own protester because uh, he <laughs> killed my joker which killed the protester uh which is a way to do it i guess you know i mean i guess it's better zero than points him just sit there and poison him like that's not good but so i don't know it, yeah, he gets rid of it, I guess, but he also could have used the actions to move up instead of spending it. I mean, I think he knew he had a bunch of time. Like, that game had a, I think that game had quite a few turns. Because basically, it's, I'm just sitting there barriering every turn, waiting for him to come in. And yeah, then once sure. he closes in, then I do stuff. I, there must have been, I think it, it was probably turn four when he finally killed both of the Jokers, and then it was another two turns that he was able to just get up before I could do anything to him. Yeah, uh, you and don't... then finally he comes in, and he's like, if I'm rows one and two, he's in like row six with both of them. And so, uh, and the nice thing about all the time that takes is basically the only thing I was doing on my turn was literally putting my battery to specific clicks. So it was mm-hmm. getting my battery specifically to click six, which lets me double power action form a construct, or maybe it's power action form a construct to turn net into the scissors, which gives exploitiveness. And then the play was, which I wasn't sure in when I was looking at it in theory that I'd have enough time to do if he just ignores the bomb jokers and sends in. And so the nice thing about that then is my two lines were either I'm calling in arrow uh, and I'm going, okay, I get to target one of the two of them 75% of the time, as long as either of them miss a shape change. Mm-hmm. And then I get them for six put in the last click and see if I can get anything to follow up with. Uh, and it works. And then... Because I had enough time to get the scissors, I was able to lead with Beast instead. Uh, and then leading with Beast, uh, let me just get one of them for, for the six penetrating because it was with exploit. Uh, and so the reason that works is just when the ID cards change with XXS, they got rid of the restriction on resources but added the one on, on uh, equipment. And so you can, assign, you can assign resource stuff to ID card characters. So it was just assign construct to Beast, and he just did it. Yeah. Uh, and then the sequencing on there was funny. So the first attack hit, and he re-rolled it into a critical hit. And he only had the two theme props for the game. So I was very so I was thinking, okay, so he just uses up both theme props and happy here. And instead, he just didn't. So I got to just kill it. Yeah, he, he just took it. <laughs> I yeah, was he like, just took Oof. it. He's just like, I'll, I'll just win it anyway. I don't care. I'm like, okay, I guess that's a thing. Uh, and he did sort of almost get there. Uh, depending on how his sequencing had been, he might have been able to kill the Joker to get a lot of points, so he might have been able to make it up, actually. And I don't know how useful the extra theme prob would have been. But see, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the right call there was. I know in, I know. In, when I looked at it, I was just assuming he has to use it. Uh, yeah, like, I feel like... Because like, at least it gets another rollout if you have to hit again. That was or it, or you just if whiff. I, if I just... If, right, if I whiff, it's great. Well, I mean, I had two theme props on it, too. But even even if it just makes me use theme props, as long as it's not the crit. Exactly. Like, it's eating it's up just your thing. actions and stuff. I have, to, I have to get through a 50-50 shape change in order to hit him again that turn. And so he maybe gets a whole other turn where it's alive. So that's why I wasn't sure about it. And I actually forgot about it. And he can steal energy. Game. He can heal from the Black Lantern stuff. Like Yeah. yeah. He doesn't get the Dead, co- dead the is not, not good. I don't think. No, because he doesn't have that. Yeah. 
you know, he doesn't yeah, have so, the codex, but he's got um, but he's got the Black Lantern heal. He does have the Black Lantern heal, so he could, he could have healed quite a bit. So I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure on the sequencing there, uh, and so I was able to get the one shot simply because the crit hits one extra damage to deal exactly seven penetrating. Yeah, that was uh, and then nice. after that, it was his turn was annihilate a bunch of my stuff. Uh, he killed. Actually, it wasn't even that much stuff, I guess. So he killed a Marvella, and he put a... Well, he killed both Marvellas. He killed both Marvellas and put a Beast last click. Uh, and then Beast didn't die, so he just got back to sideline. And then my next turn, I actually got... I, I arrowed, uh, and I got to put him to last click with arrow. Uh, and then basically time was called two turns later, and I never quite finished him off. But I was up the hundred and whatever from the first one, so it was fine. Yeah. Uh, and so that was enough. Then you're off to uh, Alonzo Gutierrez. He was playing another doppelganger team. Yes, uh, that that game scared me for a hot second. Uh, okay. So I'm going first, and I'm up against Mjolnir doppelganger again. And this time, I realize, oh, I need to kill that object. Uh, <laughs> so I pick a much better map, which is Doom's Castle. And so Doom's Castle, because his object needs to be in five away from his starting area, out towards me, uh, it means the spacing is exactly perfect. That. I can sidestep up with basically anything that uh, any uh, well anything is the fifty point Joker or the uh, the drone, and yeah. then even if they only sidestep one square, I have enough perplexes where if I call in Phoenix with ten range, I can get her to thirteen, which means she can actually just snag an object from that row. Dude, uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's really, it's really silly. So I did that turn one, and now I'm up seven points or whatever, uh, and I'm in first turn immunity with everything but that Joker, so I don't really have to do much. I sent in one of the bomb jokers to the middle of the elevated patch. Uh, and then his turn, so basically he Voyager phased up everything near my bomb joker, which I was sort of surprised about. Uh, and then once he did that, my turn two was do the Kobic swap stuff and put up a barrier in the back. Uh, but I didn't, have any, I didn't have enough actions or any way that I could really get things far enough away from Kobic to Poofer. Mm-hmm. So I just perplexed it for defense and just left her there, uh, which matters in a second. And then I sent in the second bomb joker to base all his stuff that was over by the first bomb joker. And so okay. both my bomb jokers are next to, like, are all near Voyager plus Oz plus where his doppelganger is. So his turn two, and I also get to swap away his team ability on Voyager, which mattered because it gives, takes away her willpower. And so his Ooh. turn two is Voyager does her TK to <clears throat> his doppelganger up so the doppelganger can charge and hit my stuff. Uh, and then it turns out he, he actually thought, he actually thought the blocking terrain and the, bottom corner of the map was just clear elevated uh and so he thought he could just run past my barrier and just hit my stuff from behind and it didn't work uh no. and so the only actual target he ended up having was Kovic. uh because of because of where he's going scary. to yeah and i mean so i mean i i got a shape change roll which failed and then uh he he had to attack her and he needed like eights and i got a reroll on it but he just hit and so that hits the first time and then the second one's much much easier because uh, I missed the super senses too, so she just gets hit. She dies. I'm like, okay, well now I'm down 100 points. That's not super great. Uh, yeah. But he ended up he ended up putting his doppelganger right next to all my stuff there by the blocking. I think the idea being it's just right there to hit me later. Uh, and because he left it there, I had a pretty easy route of just one shotting him with uh, with with beast. Uh, so my next turn was call in beast. Uh, get his damage up to six with perplexes and his pluses. Uh, the pluses gave him past the shape change. Uh... Oh, wait, was it? Maybe it was... How did I out? Oh, and I outwit on the battery. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I, he, it got him past the shape change, and the battery was on outlet. So that outwitted his defense power. So he didn't have toughness and didn't have senses and didn't have reflexes. Uh, and so it was basically needed a seven, and I had three theme probs on it uh, for six. And so he, Doppelganger just dies. Dude, Beast is uh, like your MVP. Beast is great. I mean, he's one of the best IDs uh, out yeah, there in terms of his efficiency because he can be called in by nearly everything, and he just does work. So good. Yeah, he's very efficient. Yeah. And then uh, I was able to poison Voyager plus Oz with the Joker that starts the, starts the turn next to them there, and then move the other Joker up a bit so that I could try and double poison the next turn. Uh, and then his turn basically came down to his Dark Phoenix retailed on the Joker that poisoned because uh, I was able to poof Beast afterwards by just moving my stuff over. Nice. Uh, and then, so, so she, yeah, so she wasn't, she, he placed her, uh, he placed her such that she, how did it work out? Oh, yeah, that's right. It worked out. I, I missed all three of the shape change rolls again. Because uh, I get I get one attempt each of the Jokers, and then I get a re-roll on one of them. Just all three of them miss. So yeah. I don't get any new Jokers. I don't get any shape changes. Uh, but he ends up missing. Uh, so he actually was attacking his own Voyager with the attack, which was interesting. And uh, he needed a 7 to hit the Jokers and the Voyager, but needed a 6 to hit Haha Joker. And he just rolled the 6. Uh, and so yeah, he left it at the yeah. 6, didn't bother re-rolling. Uh, and so Haha Joker ate two damage but didn't lose a token and got an action token, but I think he was on zero from clearing the prior turn. And then, then she was able to just shoot one of the Marvel was dead. Oh no, it was drone. It was drone. Perplexed up the damage to four with the Voyager who was on the second click. And then uh, shot dead the drone. So my drone's gone, his Phoenix is healed. And then basically wherever he sidestepped it wasn't gonna matter, uh, because of how close he was. My next turn was call in Adam with a Marvella. Uh, and make sure to move up a Bomb Joker adjacent to the Dark Phoenix. And then once the Joker's adjacent to the Dark Phoenix, retail the Dark Phoenix, which means the Joker's a target. <laughs> so yeah. it's too penetrating on the Dark Phoenix to quit to stop, and then the Joker explodes, killing the Dark Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> and then because of the way the spacing worked out, it was also able to be next to all his other stuff. So I think it was, I think I led the turn with Poison Kill Oz, just because I, I started next to him. And then it was move over to the Dark Phoenix, which actually happened to also be next to Voyager. And I was able to get Voyager within the attack because of the spacing. And so it was Dark Phoenix put Voyager to last. There's Adam put both Dark Phoenix and Voyager to last click. And then the bomb explode killed both of them uh, nice. from the one Joker. And then the other Joker was further away. I swapped him to Sniper to shoot the Groot. And then all he had left was a Trelane. Uh, Can't do much of that. <laughs> Not in, I mean, time is called. Like the, yeah. I think it was like, I think it was his, his next turn. And so Trelane got like a shot to maybe crit hit haha joker to take 10 points that is all he could really do at that point yeah. uh and so yeah like i had one turn where i i killed like 200 points of things that's how you, that's <laughs> how you do it yeah it's a pretty good turn <laughs> uh all right so then on to the finals right against george is that the no there had to have been yeah. one more right because there was four rounds of oh no no that's right yeah easton couldn't play uh because of timing so i wasn't actually able to play against easton so the next round was in fact against george uh, and so in the finals, uh, I won map again. So I did, I, I, I did the kill his object thing, turn one with Phoenix, same map. Uh, and I, man, I threw everything. Okay. So turn one, kill his object with Phoenix. Uh, so he can't get the second plasticity effect. Uh, and then basically my turn two is swap out the Joker for the new thing with Kovic, do all that stuff, put up some barriers. And I mean, I was so because of where he has to place the bomb to have full coverage on the map, 
uh, basically everything of mine is protected by blocking in the middle of the map uh, yeah. on the lower elevation, which also means there's not really good elevated lines to shoot down on either. Uh, and so I got a lot. Of, I got. I think every single piece on my team got to attempt to disarm the bomb. Every the single first, piece like, did, and only two uh, ticked it up. Well, yeah, one rolled like a four, and one rolled a five, and the rest of them whiffed. Uh-huh. Like hard. So, it was like ones, yeah. twos, and and they, and they were like even <sighs> later ones too. I mean, I think it was like the fourth or fifth roll was the first thing that wasn't a miss. Yeah. Uh, so it got down to like three before I finally ticked it up. Yeah, um, it was close to going. Off. It was very close to going off. Uh, and so the, the main thing that happened that game was uh, the two bomb jokers just got sent in and then he had both of his Luthors next to each other. Uh, and so they just based his whole team basically because he had the two Luthors and a bunch of Brainiacs nearby. And I misplayed my next turn. I misplayed the approach turn. I put the, the nets under the Luthors and they really should have been under the Brainiacs. Uh, and so he was able to just phase to get away so I couldn't poison his Brainiacs mm-hmm. for free. Uh, and so I ended up getting one of them. Oh no, I actually didn't get any of them with poison. Yeah. So I got none of his brainiacs with poison because they just phased away. Uh, but his Luthor's got stuck in place, needing sixes to break away roll up. And so they got stuck there forever for like five turns or six turns or whatever. I don't whatever think they ever moved. They no, because I, I rerolled all his sixes. They, yeah, he he hit a six once and you probed it in. I think it was twice. Yeah. Yeah. At least once, but two. I remember you probbing it out of it and he was like, oh, Yeah, well. I probed him out of it at least I think it was at least twice. Because uh, he needs sixes to break away because of the double plasticity next to everything, even with lust. Uh, and so he just got stuck there forever. And then basically, haha, Joker took 10 range pot shots at the Brainiacs, eventually got one. Uh, and then time was called before I could get the second Brainiac. I think it was time was called the turn I actually killed his first Brainiac with Joker. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm up 14 to 3 in that position. And so, basically, if he wants to win, he needs to take, yeah, I think that's right, 14 to, no, 14, I'm sorry, 14 to 8, 14 to 8, uh, because I, get, I, I give up the Kovic ID. And so, I'm up by 6. So, if he calls in with any of his IDs, he's going to need to take two tokens off Joker. Uh, and so, George went in the tank. He actually, so, George immediately, at the beginning of the turn, uh, Tried to do breakaways, and they all failed. I think I had to use a theme problem that turn specifically to stop mm-hmm. one of them. And then he did the Brainiac thing to try and kill the Bomb Jokers. He rolled the five, but only one of them was in range. So it only killed the one Bomb Joker. Uh, but that gave him squares he could call in into to do stuff from. So had that just whiffed, like just rolled a one, uh, then I think it would just have been over right there. Uh, instead, he had the squares necessary that he was able to call in the War Machine with the target lock. Uh, and... He did yeah, the math real quick, and he thought, so uh, I think George forgot that the target lock is at printed values, so he mm-hmm. thought he had the full 10 he needed. Uh, and so it's basically perplex up damage, running shot, hit you for five on the first one, get one token, and then make the second attack. And because of double perplex on defense, he did need eights uh, to hit. And he did actually get eights to hit. But he only hit for four instead of the five. Right, which meant uh, I was on click 12 instead of click one again. So he only got one token off. And then because he gives me the extra five points when I'm six ahead, uh, he loses by one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it was such more. a close game. It was like, yeah, like you both fought it out well. And, you know, it was definitely a, a match of uh, masters there. <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, it was uh, it was good to watch you guys in the finals. Uh, again, congratulations with your, your win. Um, what else? Do you have anything to add to the bronze? What What are you cooking up next in the kitchen? 
I, I think I'm just going to refine this for a while. This seems really good. I like, okay. the, I like the core strategy. I think it's got a lot of things going for it. I think it has room to be tweaked and improved. Like some of them I noticed right away. I mean, Chamber was Chamber and Icepan never did anything. Yeah, I, um, I, I was going to say, I think Chamber for sure was a dead call-in for you. Chamber was, Chamber was in theory better than Icepan. Uh, at least the Icepan I picked. So who who can call in Chamber, though? Just um... Both of them are drone. Yeah. That's the problem, is it's only drone. Uh, and if drones that close, it's probably dead. You'd be surprised. There's a lot okay. of situations where basically because I've got the barrier stuff going on, that if they want to do anything, they have to be right there. And so side step call up chamber was like when I was looking at it, it seemed feasible. Okay. Uh, or and even like side step call in chamber and psychic blast with put everything into rain, put everything in like shield TA that yeah. I can steal off Kobic for the turn no, and then I get it force forever. blast too, which is very helpful. Yeah, and then he's got right. So like he can he can do like six penetrating at range. I mean, if I didn't have to worry about characters in the way, I probably would have led with him over Arrow if I didn't have the Beast line uh, to okay. to do the target selection. You can do Arrow after because the Psychic Blast is all you needed, right? You didn't need anything else. So I mean, he he yeah. what, he could have been okay. Uh, it's just that the fact that he can only be called in off drone is just so bad on tempo because you need you need to be calling in Kobic early. Got it. Yeah. Swap out Joker, and so your your action economy on the drone is just really bad uh, when you only have the one. And so that was yeah, really it takes a while to get them clear again if you don't hit your leaderships right. to get and that. I mean, so it doesn't like count two, against your action total. Yeah, yeah. After that, and you're and you're doing it like every game. Uh, and so that was that was the issue there. And then just like the other things that would have been in that slot instead would have yeah. just been more useful in a bunch of the matchups. Because I mean, the the main two things to look at. I mean, it's either you lose, you trade out both of those, and then you either gain Widow, which was my original one, or I guess you could do like Storm, uh, would be okay too. But those would be like the two things to go there. And either of those would have been better against George. Either of those would have been better against the Nulls. Either of those would have been better against yeah. Absolute Carnage. Either of those would have been better against like everything uh, than what I had. No, no, for sure. Cool, man. Um, so you're getting ready for worlds so good luck with that yeah um yeah do you have anything else to add i don't think so unless there's any questions you wanted to ask me no no like i said i think the the one that most people had was how Just and why you had the the joker on the sideline and how that interacted and uh you explained it really well so thank you for coming on adam um always appreciate talking to you and uh, i look i look forward to some uh new teams you're coming up with I, th- I think I'm out of juice for bronze for the time being. Uh, there's nothing else I'm hoping to get banned this year. I got my three targets. Was, <laughs> All right. So what were your three targets this year? It just from Black Love Demon, Black who Love got instead of bands, Signal, and Plastic Explosives. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't I didn't have a fourth yet. Um, it would have probably been Valeria, but I mean, she's on the watch list. So. Yeah. So hopefully we hear <laughs> soon with uh, what's going on with that. And uh, best of luck at Worlds, bud. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Take care. Yeah, you too. Shake it, shake it, Cali. Shake it, shake it, Cali.